And with that, we must brand ourselves Main Street Sports today. Let's do it. Welcome back into Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Ah, got a little break. Although, as we're going to break in that last segment, Mo. I hear this random woman's voice and I'm like, I know Sarah is not in here talking that loud because I mean, she knows we're on the air and she just doesn't do that. Like I'm very confused as to where this voice is coming from. I look over my left shoulder and my Alexa, I'm going to say that quietly. Nope. She's still lit up is lit up talking. Yeah. She's still listening now. What did you say to I, trigger her? I didn't say I didn't I didn't say the the word. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I have no idea why she just randomly started talking. It was so it was so weird. I, I was very confused. And I was like, where is that voice coming from? <laughs> she has something to say. You saw me look over my shoulder if you were watching the video and then I was like, What what in the world? Anyway, that was weird. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get back into it here because we we had a little text chain going, obviously on over the weekend, and the NFL playoffs started off really good. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals with the with the the win, and it, it just it was a really good ball game. It came down to you know a final drive. And thought, man, what a what a great day to um, or what a great game to start the NFL playoffs. And then it was like, yeah, and that's that's gonna do it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the the playoffs first round <laughs> to this point have been. Awfully ho hum. I mean, yeah, I even mean, the 49ers Cowboys, which was a six point game, was, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't, it, it never felt in doubt. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. Anytime Jimmy G is, is playing, I, I, I don't think anything is in doubt until it's over with. But, um, I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I don't necessarily disagree with it, but, um, it could have been a lot more comfortable for San Francisco than it turned out being, obviously. Yeah, I mean, if they don't kick three field goals in the first half, that's a it's a blowout, period. So, it just it just felt like every game was meh, ho hum. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll let's talk about that. Let's talk about that Cowboys. 49ers game because I you know I mentioned but, but, how it kind before, of before before we do that let let's go back to your every game was kind of meh is that adding the number seventeen I don't think so I, I think it was just 
just a product of this particular year. I mean, the Bills and Patriots who played, you know, who split the regular season, is a 30-point ball game in the playoffs, you know? Um, so, but the Bills, the Bills were what? The Bills were the number three seed? Yeah, I mean they were they were they were eleven and six and ten and seven were the Patriots. I mean they were just one game off, mm-hmm. and they were and the Bills obviously won the the division. It's just I don't know. I, I don't think it was necessarily that they added the extra team, although the Steelers had no business being in the playoffs at all. Well, and I guess it really didn't affect anything because. I mean, in a 16 playoff, it still would have been three, six, four, five, and then one and two would have gotten the buys. Is that right? I think so, yeah. So uh, you'd have basically had the same matchups, only you wouldn't have had the, the Steelers or the Eagles in. So JP throws up his our text chain where he was perfect. I believe oh, to goodness. this point, five and zero oh at this point. Yeah. That's well, correct. Yeah. And so, of course, so of course, he throws that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really, I, I really thought the the Cowboys were going to be in the Super Bowl. I, I really did. I thought Dak Prescott was in the perfect position to take that team to the next level, and then they run a quarterback draw with. 12 seconds to go that Mike McCarthy tried to sell in the post game as being the right call. It's the right call. No, clearly it wasn't, you know, and Uh, basically he put it on Dak for not sliding earlier is essentially what he did. Well, and you know, that's what desperate people do. I'm expecting Jerry Jones to do something seismic this week. I don't remember who I was listening to or who I was talking to, where I heard this, but, and it may have been, I I just don't remember. You guys may remember. It may have been us, but it's odd that Jerry Jones has never pulled a, an Alabama by trying to go get the best possible coach he can possibly get and pay them however much money it takes to get to him. be the coach of the Cowboys. Well, who is that? He he had one back in the nineties, and you saw how that turned right. out. It's his well, ego. Yeah, gets he, in the way. It's, there you go. There you well, go. that's the that's the question that a lot of people said was, or the, the the comment was, he likes to meddle too much, and a championship coach isn't going to let him meddle. Boom. Maybe he just needs to coach. <laughs> <laughs> that's be, what you want to do. He'd be better off. I mean, I, uh, this is kind of my I thing. I mean, here, when you right? when you've got Bill Parcells and you've got Jimmy Johnson and you can't keep either one of them because you can't stay the heck out the way, then you get what you get. You get what you get. That, that I think is the the thing. I, and, and you know, a lot of folks putting putting some blame on the NFL officiating and while they had some trouble over the weekend and I hmm. If As you commit all, four, if you commit fourteen penalties in a game, you can't blame the officials for anything. 
I guess that depends on whether or not you think all 14 of those were, were, were fouls. But let's say half of the, them were fouls. That's still seven. The, I, uh, the gripe is obviously the umpire standing over the ball a little longer than maybe he should have or why well, he was, was standing the best, there. That dude was doing the best he could to get out the way, man. That that was just not a, not on the final not on the final the the play oh, before that. Oh, okay. Where the 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 Cowboys subbed a little late with about 12 seconds to go on the on the play clock. Mm-hmm. And so he goes up there and stands to let to give the 49ers a chance to sub cuz that's what you do. Right. If you sub, they can sub. And a lot of folks are saying, well, 49ers had already subbed, so get out of the way. And on the final play, I this is my question, Mo. Moving the umpire behind the play was the biggest issue in that because he had to run 30 yards because he couldn't just – he couldn't run past the lineman. He couldn't run past the play to go get the ball from Dak, right? right. He had to wait for everybody to get up there, and then he runs into Dak on the way to get the ball and <laughs> all well, of that. And, and so, the, the point the point that I've seen being made again and again is that Dak should have given him the ball. He absolutely should have. You give the ball to the official. The one person you cannot give the ball to or any is anybody wearing white. You do not give the ball to your player. Yeah. So find, but, a, find a stripe and give them the football. When, when you know it's got to be touched into play, basically. so <laughs> It's insane. So – Jerome, what's his name? Bo- Bogar. Bogar or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're awful. We know their crew's awful. They've been in Tennessee enough well, to Well, here's know. the thing. That wasn't his crew, though. It's an all-star crew for the playoffs. Well, that's even worse. It's, yeah. it's, it, mm, anyway, that crew won't be working anymore, according to the NFL. So uh, they won't be in the playoffs any longer. That, that's I guess that's, it is what it is. But Cowboy oh, fans threw a threw a bunch of stuff on the field because they were mad at the officials. And I'm just wondering where the media outrage is for it. Well, NFL writers and college writers are not the same guys. <laughs> just, you know, being funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Look, hey, maybe tonight is going to be better. I hope tonight is better. I'm looking forward to it. I think this game will be a good game. I think this might be the best game of the weekend. Of course, that's a pretty low bar, but still, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Let's talk about it a little bit later. We've got Teresa Walker coming up on the other side of the break, and we'll talk about the Titans and the Bengals and that sort of thing. Uh, And and then to close the show, we will talk about uh, the Cardinals, Rams, Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray both looking for their first playoff win so should be a good one Uh, let's get into it so when we come back Reaction Monday continues with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press here on Main Street Sports today stick around Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. 
Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today. I don't know if you if you guys have are following us on Twitter, you may have noticed a slight change. The Twitter handle has in fact made a migration to MS underscore sports today. We kept the underscore in there because we love it. We love the underscore apparently. <laughs> Just because we wanted to mess with people. MS underscore sports today, Main Street Sports today. So find us. We uh, we appreciate you following along on Twitter. And of course, our podcast is available. You can find the link on that Twitter handle as well. Our Twitter bio, the link is there. You can watch the show on uh, on that website that, that is there or listen to the podcast at your leisure. It's time because I guess I guess technically there's still a game left in the playoffs, but the Titans know who they're playing. And so it's time to welcome in from the Associated Press Teresa Walker to talk about the Titans and the Cincinnati Bengals who Got their first playoff win since, I guess, technically 1991, the 1990 season, which ironically was against the Houston Oilers. So let's not uh, continue that trend <laughs> this week. And uh, looking forward to Saturday at 
3.30 kickoff. Titans and Bengals at Nissan Stadium. Uh, Teresa Walker joining us now. Teresa, how are you? I am good. And one thing to note, uh, Cincinnati Bengals have played seven road playoff games in their in their history. And for a franchise that's made it to a Super Bowl, they are winless on the road. Uh, hmm. Houston Texans are like 0-4 as well. So I haven't double-checked, but they may be the two NFL teams who have never, ever won a playoff game away from home. Well, you can take that two ways, though, Teresa. One oh, exactly. Of which being, a, one of which being that maybe they're due, and that's not the one that Titans want to hear. Oh, no, absolutely not. But on the <laughs> other hand, Titans are also due because, you know, twice before they've been the number one seed and not won their divisional game. So, you know, you know it, it, it depends, Mo, if you're a half-glass full or empty kind of person this week. Um I will say this, you know, Mike Brable talked to us. He wasn't happy that we stretched to 20 minutes. I think uh, he was, you know, kind of sold on the idea of 10 minutes. But, uh, you know, hey, we hadn't talked to him since last Wednesday, and now we know the opponent, so we kind of needed to talk to him. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's the thing. The Titans, this is their, their chance, right? And we'll, you know, ask about how much this rest is going to help. And he said, we'll find out Saturday. You know, did they do the right things? Did they... You know, did they rest? Did they do, you know, find that line, making sure you stay conditioned, et cetera. Um, and, but guys, I think the biggest difference, you know, yes, these franchises, last time they played in the postseason, Cincinnati won. Uh, then they didn't win again for 31 years. Uh, yes, the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Titans the only time that they played with Joe Burrow, which was 2020, and the Bengals handed the Titans just their second loss that season. Two of the areas the Titans struggled in that game, red zone, third down defense. Those are two areas that uh, this Titans team has dramatically improved in. So uh, I'm I'm just going to say that uh, I think they're going to have a chance to, well, they're going to have a chance to be better because, you know, as I'm looking at the third down defense, Titans were number six in third down situations this year, 36.6%. Huge improvement from what fifty-two percent last year or last season. So uh, you know, but guys, the message Mike Rabel's been sending from last week, almost since the game ended in Houston, to to now, and and I'm sure he's going to continue pounding it. Any mistake, you know, it's the postseason. You know, it's like a Klieg light is on everything you do. So a turnover can be the turnover. You know, a penalty can be the thing that does you in. So you know, it's opportunity. You know, seize the moment and just understand that, uh, you know, shoot. See how the game in Dallas ended yesterday? Uh, 14 penalties. You know, you could look to, you know, we can all point to two specific areas and say, yeah, that's where those, those were biggies. And that's what Mike Vrabel's trying to sell to his team. Make sure you're on your P's and Q's and ready to go because to get to where you want, you better be ready. Teresa, I'm just not sure really how much you can take from the last time the the Titans and the Bengals played. I mean, Joe Burrow is basically a year older, a year better, a year more comfortable in what he's doing. And the defense that, that he saw last year, like you said, isn't it's not the same unit. I mean, it's apples and lug nuts, it feels like. I just don't know that you can say, well, Cincinnati beat them last year. So uh, it doesn't make sense to me to – 
simplify it like that. Oh, yeah, and, and Joe Burrow's got some guy named Jamar Chase, and, uh, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, you know, uh, Mike Keith is the guy who apparently dropped the stats um, last week. Out of 1,133 offensive snaps by the Tennessee Titans this season, take a guess at how many times they had Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones on the field for, the, for, for all three, you know, all three of them for snaps. Out of how many snaps? snaps. Out of 1,133 snaps, they had that trio on the field, their triplets, if you want to call them that, for 120 snaps, barely a game and a half. And, uh, you know, right now we're all kind of expecting, um, you know, him to be activated. I'm just going to say, please, Titans, don't do what the, the Cardinals did and activate him, you know, hours before kickoff. Uh, that might drive people insane. It's like, you know, y'all could go ahead and, and, and activate him tomorrow. Uh, I'm checking my email. I don't see anything right now. But, you know, the sooner the better, at least from our standpoint. Uh, we all expect Derrick Henry back. Um, you, you've got A.J. Brown and, and Julio had their best game in the regular season finale that they've had since the Bills game in October. So, you know, at the moment, things seem to be trending in the Titans' way. And, guys, as momentum. I mean, shoot, the, the Bengals, they've already put one of their defensive tackles, uh, uh, Larry, I, I can't, I'm not, I'm going to butcher his name, but they put him on IR today with a foot yeah. injury. One of their other defensive tackles, Trey Hendrickson, has got a concussion. And then there's another defensive tackle who was dealing with a groin issue. So, um, and I don't know about y'all, but I saw the Raiders able to run against that defense in Cincinnati um, with Joe Mixon. Uh, so, you know, they've got, Deontay Foreman, we think they'll have Derrick Henry, and then, oh yeah, they've got those other things going on. So it's just, it's going to be very, very interesting to see. I'm interested in the fact that Cincinnati only rushed for 83 yards against the Raiders. On, um, I don't see the number of carries, but, you know, it, it's like the, the run game was hardly there. 25 carries. 83 yards. So, I mean, kind from of a defensive standpoint. I'm sorry, yep, go ahead. Makes, it, makes, an offense, makes an offense kind of one-sided, doesn't it? And and I think if Tennessee, from a defensive standpoint, only has to worry about the passing game. Now, obviously, like you said, Jamar Chase and, and some of the guys that they've got in the passing game, T. Higgins getting back home or close there, too. Um but still, if they only have to worry about Burrow throwing the ball, then can't they just lay their ears back and go get him? You would think that that would certainly be a chance, and I pulled up those numbers. Uh, the, the Bengals ran 25 times for 83 yards, an average of 3.3 yards. Uh, Chase, Jamar Chase is the guy who had the longest run, 15 yards, um, and then get, they threw the ball 34 times. So, And then the Raiders got through for two sacks. So, uh, you know, got to think that, and, and guys, you know, Bud Dupree, I mean, the Titans have a pass rush, which they didn't have in 2020. You've got Bud Dupree, who has looked better with each and every game uh, passing. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, Harold Landry, they've had time to rest. You've got your secondary there. I mean, you know, Kevin Byard, an all-pro. You know, I'm just, you know, this just seems to be setting up nicely for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Joe Burrow is amazing. 
And, you know, they, they have every reason to think, you know, they've got lots of things ahead of them in the future. Tennis, this is going to be their first road game. And it's sold out. And, you know, so it's like and Mike Rabel said he's expecting an amazing atmosphere on Saturday because you're going to have people there to, you know, get things going. And it's just, uh, you know, I don't want to look too far ahead. This might be the game where the Tennessee Titans are able to get off the schneid, so to speak. I mean, they're certainly the uh, odds-on favorite. They're a three-point favorite uh, by FanDuel Sportsbook, and I saw another one had them at three-and-a-half. So, um, you know, right now the Titans are favored to win this game. And, you you know, Mike Vrabel and his staff started preparing for potential opponents last week, and we all know that one stat, 8-0, and when they have extra time to prepare for an opponent. Which and is what's always inter- – What's interesting that- about that is if they win this game – they're going to have extra time for the next one as well. They get an extra day because the Bills and the Chiefs, uh, you know, everyone's expecting an offensive showdown and lots of fireworks in that game, and that's the game that they kick off at 5.30 on Sunday. So, um, so yeah, Titans get an extra day to rest, an extra day to prep. Both of them are opponents that, you know, if you advance as the Titans, you've played both the Bills and the Chiefs this season. You beat both the Bills and the Chiefs this season. And for all the talk about the Chiefs and their improvement and their, you know, the, the way their defense has played down the stretch, Titans, same thing. You know, they, they, their defense has taken major strides over the final half of the season. And, uh, you know, with Buffalo, you know, well, yeah, that may have been the tightest game that the Titans had in their little, in their six game winning streak. But, uh, you know, they've won now two straight against the Bills. Uh, they know them and they know them very well. So, I don't think there's anything about either team coming, you know, if either team comes to Nashville, I don't think they'll have a problem. I'm curious about the workload of Derrick Henry and how Deontay Foreman uh, plays into that. Is it, it, It's likely that we see them get about the same amount of carries it, it, unless one of them is just really hot. Am I right, or have you seen anything that that says differently, Teresa? Well, Chris, the problem is Derrick Henry's still on IR, so um, right. And we, you know, he has not touched, <laughs> he's not carried in a game since October thirty first. But he's also Derrick Henry, so uh, you know that's the thing. You know, Mike Rabel said they want to see him. You know, reading some block schemes and doing you know doing some things on the field. But it's going to be very interesting to see. Teresa, there's no chance he doesn't play Sunday, uh, Saturday, is there? I, I think we would all be stunned, Mo, if Derrick Henry is not activated uh, and, and it plays in this game. I mean, everybody's expecting it. By the way, it would be January 22nd in the year 2022. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it just seems like everything is setting up for a Derrick Henry return. And, you know, it, when you think about the playoff run of two years ago when they got to the AFC Championship, literally on Derrick Henry's back and legs, it's tough not to get excited. Um, but, you know, talking about that workload, is it is it 10 carries and get him at, you know, and, and balance it like that? Mike Vrabel said today they're going to be running the ball. No team had more carries, uh, rushing attempts this season than the Tennessee Titans. You know, they edged out the Eagles by one, 551 to 550. Um, but, you know, that's where their offense is predicated off the ability to run the ball. 
And so got to think that they're going to be running 30, maybe 35 times optimally. So is it maybe Derrick Henry gets 15, Deontay Foreman gets 10, Hilliard 5? I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see uh, how this goes forward because, you know, I, I think it all depends on how Derrick Henry is feeling and how he runs the ball. You know, if he comes out there and gets into a run, I mean, shoot, you know, he, there's been times where he's had six, seven, eight carries in one drive. So I, I think we're just going to have to, you know, stay tuned. And, again, I make the plea, you know, uh, Don Robinson, Mike Brabel, go ahead and activate him sooner rather than later. <laughs> I, I mean, activating, activating him really puts the pressure on on Cincinnati, not on us. I mean, if he, it, I, I guess – it's one less active roster spot if you're not planning on using him. But I don't. Uh, to me, it just it, it puts more pressure on their defensive coaching staff uh, to have him activated than not. So I don't know. Uh, I do know that he only well, needs eleven thousand five hundred fifty-eight rushing yards against Cincinnati this Saturday to eclipse him at Smith's current all-time rushing record. So eleven thousand five fifty-eight is the number. Well, I'm just going to say this. Uh, you know, with. with and I'm about to lose my my thought there. Oh, goodness. it's slipping Sorry. away. It it, it it may be a competitive gamesmanship, you know. Just don't put don't activate him until later. I, me as somebody who's trying to plan my coverage for the week and which stories I'm writing on which days, because I put in a line to try to promise and give people heads up. I you know, completely selfishly here, all about me. Do it sooner than later. Oh, we agree. Teresa Walker, Associated Press. Thanks for joining us as always on Monday. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. Mo, let's talk about our guy Matt Stafford on the other side of the break. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to see him in a playoff game. We'll be right back on Main Street Sports today after these messages, so stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. 
Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. In five years and nine days, well, five years to the date, I'm sorry, since Matt Stafford has played in a postseason football game. Five years. He's only played in three in his entire career. Still looking for postseason win number one. Well, that's because each of those previous three were with the Lions. That's correct. And here's the thing. This will be his first home playoff game in his career. That's because each of the previous three were for the (laughs) Lions. (laughs) It's, It's really unfortunate how a guy like Matthew Stafford has been able to be consistently good at his job and still not find success as most people measure it, right? Football is a team sport. Football is a team sport. Matthew Stafford, who is 34 years old, 33 years old, he I think he his birthday is like early February. So <laughs> he's almost 34. And all season long he's been as good as Los Angeles could have asked. He's done everything the Rams have needed him to do. They went 12 and 5 on the year. They're they, they've got to be feeling good going into this game. I think he's done what they brought him in to do. Just solidify the position, take advantage of the weapons leadership. around him. And Arizona conversely Going in a different direction. Now, obviously, they got the win last week against the Cowboys or whatever, or two weeks ago, whenever it was. But these two teams seem to be heading in different directions. The Rams in a positive direction. The Cardinals, not so positive. And in the playoffs, that doesn't always bode well for the better team, necessarily. I think, so we, just saw really- that. I think we just saw that yesterday. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to this particular game. I, I think it. I think, like you said earlier, it's going to be the best game of the weekend. And as low of a bar as that is, <laughs> these two teams are really uh, complementary of one another. I think you're going to get a good offense against a good defense. Uh, 
uh, on both sides. And it's it's going to be what NFL football playoffs should look like. You know, when, when you say that Arizona has been trending in the wrong direction, uh, I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, hasn't J.J. Watt been kind of in and out, mostly out down the stretch? He has, yes. You know? A guy but I, do who, believe, I, I do believe he's back. I, I think he's back. I think he's expected to be back. Um, but, I mean, that's when he's on the field, that's certainly a strength for the Cardinals, particularly when you've got Chandler Jones on the other side. And we saw him up close and personal in the season opener, and Ryan Tannehill particularly saw him up close and personal, probably closer than Taylor Lewan did. But um, – you know, when both those guys are out there, they they make that defense really good and they make it really tough for opposing quarterbacks. So. Yes, but the Rams have Aaron Donald. They so do have Aaron really, Donald. Absolutely. They also got Jalen Ramsey. They've got Jalen Ramsey in the defensive backfield. I, I think, again, these two quarterbacks are going to have the work cut out for them, but – they're both capable of making those big plays. And, you know, between these two teams, I, I feel like the Rams probably have the advantage. Um, I think they have a, a, a more experienced quarterback. I think Aaron Donald is probably going to disrupt the Cardinals' offensive line more so than uh, the Cardinals will disrupt the Rams. So I don't know. What what are your feelings? I feel like when things break down offensively that Kyler Murray can be an X factor in a way that obviously Matthew Stafford isn't capable of. And I wonder if that's not going to be the difference in this ball game. Certainly could be. These two teams played a month ago. Los Angeles came out with a 30-23 to 23 win. Um, Rams really kind of uh, controlled that game in the second half. So I'm looking What happened in the first game? Um, but they would have played see. twice. There was a... Arizona pretty well put it on them, 37-20. This is when Arizona was as good as they as it gets. And so that but that was also it was also at SoFi for one, but it was in week four. So they've each won at the other one's place. That's correct. The the road team won in both. So you tell me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so we're back at SoFi tonight, right? Back no. at SoFi night. Mm. But I got a feel got to feel like you're feeling better about it uh if you are an arizona fan so um, yeah jp's got the cardinals over the rams uh you too have the cardinals i believe i, I picked the rams but i'm not entirely sure because i can't see it i did there we go um i i really feel like the rams have this game i don't know that's just me that's i'm okay. picking matt stafford i'm and, going and, with stafford and that's not a bad pick <laughs> it's not a bad pick. And I mean, I would not necessarily be disappointed if Stafford does get the win. We got a lot of local ties 
on that Rams team. In addition to the mm-hmm. um, the aforementioned Jalen Ramsey, who played his high school ball at Brentwood Academy, you've also got um, the receiver Van Jefferson from Ravenwood and a tight end Bryson Hopkins, who played at Ensworth. So a lot of local ties, a lot of local folks keeping an eye on this ball game tonight. Yeah, I, absolutely. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a lot of fun again. That is at 7.15 tonight on ESPN slash ABC Monday Night Football. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you missed any part of the day's show, you can go back and watch it on Twitter, on YouTube. You can find our Twitter link, MS underscore sports today on Twitter. There's a link in our bio. And for much more, just keep following us and download the podcast. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. We'd appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. For Mo and JP, I'm Chris Yao saying have a great day. See you next time.